Hey everyone, thank you for choosing to spend time out of your day to listen to today's episode. I'm your host, Zachary Aaron, and let's get this playing. So today's episode is actually going to be about stoicism, and if, it's actually been kind of trending right now, which is kind of funny, but the reason I wanted to talk about this was because of a book that I read, uh, written by Marcus Aurelius, but it's also translated by Gregory Hayes. So this is the book. Um, Gregory Hayes had to translate it because, you know, it was... He was a, a Marcus Aurelius was a Roman empire, emperor way back when, so we wouldn't have been able to read it, almost like the Bible, how it's been translated. Um, the whole reason why I wanted to read this book was because Marcus, Aure- Marcus Aurelius, in his own illustrations, talked about his struggles in life, how he can improve in his life, but he wrote this book not knowing anyone read it. So it's like you writing a journal every day to yourself, and then one day you die, Thousands of years later, someone finds it and writes about it. And that's what's so special about this book is that everything that Marcus Aurelius went through is that we're still going through today. There's one part of the book where he's just sitting down in almost like his temple room, and he's just watching everything go by, poor people walking around, uh, almost like prostitution being around him, everything that's going around wrong, and he's just like the smartest person in the room. And I took this into basketball because the way that his uh, philosophy was, and that is stoicism. So the whole reason, it was just self-improvement and self, you know, no self-doubt that he wanted to be the best he could be. And he wrote himself these journals. And you're wondering, what's stoicism? What is this? You know, there's Taoism, there's Daoism, uh, which is in other religions. And then this is stoicism. So Stoicism teaches us that we, as our own people, have to control our own thoughts and our own obstacles and our own events. And, or sorry, not own events, but our own attitudes, our actions, and our thoughts. And once you control those three, then you're, you're on the right path of earth. So, but the thing that Stoicism teaches us is that we shouldn't be worried about the outcome the obstacles that's going to happen, our environment, and that's stoicism. Controlling what you can control and everything else you can't. So I took that into basketball because as a hooper, you know, there's things that you go through as mental toughness. You know, can I get through one more rep? Can I get through one more shot? Can I finish this fourth quarter out? Then there's uh, managing emotions. If a ref calls a play or calls a foul on me, can I manage my emotions because that's in the past? And then there's a balance between ambition and detachment, which is um, the stuff that you want to win, like uh, a sponsorship, uh, endorsement deals, stuff like that, where you have to, you know, hone down and detach from that because you got to realize that's the present moment of what you're in. I'm not saying not to be proud of what you're achieving and all that, but you got to detach from that because then you can get lost. You know, you can get lost in the sauce. And then finally, my favorite that this book teaches at is being in the present moment. Being in the present moment will, I've already said on this podcast, improve your confidence, improve focus. Everything that you need as a basketball player, as an athlete, you can gain by being in the present moment. Because if you're not in the present moment, then what are you really doing? So first, we're going to talk about embracing this present moment and there's an idea of stoicism that, uh, well, not stoicism, but that if, you pre- if you're in the present moment, like I said, 
you're gonna be f- well off than the person who's not in the present moment, the person who's always angry, the person who's always mad at their teammates. But you can be in the present moment and be aware of your thoughts and aware of your control, your attitude, your thoughts, and your actions. So then, uh, while I was reading this, I've <laughs> you guys can see my sticky notes, and I want to read a passage. I'm going to read three passages today, and the first one is from Book 2, Meditation 14. And this one says, even if you're going to live 3,000 more years or 10 times that, remember, you cannot lose another life than the one you're living in right now or live another one than the one you're losing. The longest amount to the same as the shortest. The present is the same for everyone. Its loss is the same for everyone. And it should be clear that a brief instant is all that is lost, for you cannot lose either the past or the future. How could you lose what you don't have? And that hit home as a hooper, as an athlete, because everyone starts their day the same, the same clock, the same hours, but it's up to you to change your circumstance, your attitude, and your thoughts. You know, I could wake up way different than yesterday, and today's Zach can wake up way different from tomorrow. And it's how you control your thoughts and your attitude and your actions throughout that day that will change your life and that will change your life for the better or even for the worse. And that's when what I'm talking about is that you can't control your obstacles. He suggests that life is already basically ending and that you have to hone in and be your own person. Everyone's life is ending, but it's up to you how you want to live your life as an athlete, as a hooper. So there's always going to be setbacks. There's always going to be obstacles that you're going to face. But practicing stoicism as a basketball player can keep you from that, can keep you outside of that realm of getting angry, of thinking about yourself, about selfish things, while you can just control yourself and be into your thoughts, attitude, and actions. And like I've said in this podcast, there's mindfulness, there's mindfulness meditation, there's awareness of what's going on in your life that can change you for the better. The second reading that I wanted to read to you was from Book 2, Meditation 1. And this is pretty much a long one. And this is, I think, his first paragraph that he writes to himself. And it's special because when you wake up in the morning, tell yourself, the people I deal with today will be meddling, ungrateful, arrogant, dishonest, jealous, and, sh- and surly. They are like this because they can tell good from evil. But I have seen the beauty of good and the ugliness of evil, and have recognized that the wrongdoer has a nature related to my own, not of the same blood or birth, but has the same mind, and possessing a share of the divine. And so none of them can hurt me, no one can implicate me in ugliness, nor can I feel angry at my relative or hate him. We were born to work together like feet, hands, and eyes, like the two rows of upper teeth and lower. To obstruct each other is unnatural, to feel anger at someone, to turn your back on him, these are obstructions. And oh my gosh, this is how we should live every day. How you should, even if you're an athlete, even if you're a person who works from home, even if you're a person who works, you should never obstruct the other person. It's it's obstruction. So he says, work with your ch- each other as we were supposed to made. Whatever you believe in, which mine is God, we were put on this earth to be together. There's a reason why it was Adam and Eve. They were together as a couple. We are meant to be together, but it's in our human nature to bring other people down to to you know be mean almost but can you get past that can you control once again your thoughts your attitudes and your actions you have to be mindful and and 
be looking out for the potential outcomes and potential changes that's going to happen in your life because these is what's going to make make a life worth it not thinking about thinking about what's in the present moment but not thinking about what's outside of that the second topic that i want to talk about was balancing ambition and detachment and this is this is perfect for a hooper because i mean who doesn't want to score all the points who doesn't want to win all the championships win all the accolades win mvp of their conference win every you know every award to mankind but can you detach from those outcomes and play the game right now and many app you know many people have ambitions have goals have you know all in their career everyone wants to do good i mean if you don't want to do good then why are you playing that sport so we're always striving for success for recognition for championships and personal achievements like i said who doesn't want all of that and this book encouraged us as athletes to focus on the process at hand. If you're not focusing on the process at hand, you're just thinking of the end outcome. When that end outcome happens, you're not going to you're not going to glorify it no more. You're not going to love that outcome anymore because you weren't in the present moment throughout that whole process. And I remember listening to a podcast of Draymond Green after winning uh the championship against the Celtics last year. And he talked about how he let the rookies hold the trophy for the first time because he as himself remembered how he was holding that trophy and how he was in the present moment the whole time and he said the championship that they recently won was his most favorite championship and the most rewarding because he thought to himself as a more mature player that he can now be in the present moment through everything through all the obstacles that happen through the season and that's what makes the championship so great and for myself we just won you know the GSAC tournament we won a bunch of trophies and a bunch of uh of cutting nets down and that's so perfect because at the end of the day it's not what you brought home or look mom what i brought home the net the championship the trophy it's not any of that none of that is special what's special is the bond you created with your teammates in the present moment at the dinner tables at practices at games at people's houses that's what makes basketball basketball and there's a another reading that i wanted to read and this was book 10 meditation 5 And this is so good because he says whatever happens to you has been waiting to happen since the beginning of time. The twinning strands of fate weave both of them together, your own existence and the things that happen to you. Whatever you want in life, you can go get. I promise you, whatever you want in life, you can go get. You want to win that championship, you can go get. But this book teaches that you have to be in the process of it all. Can you get through those weight room sessions? Can you get through those summer sessions, those hard summer sessions, the hard weight room, the hard basketball practices to get to that championship game? My head coach for uh, basketball used to always tell us that you can't win March games in January. You can't which you can't win March games in December. You know those games are going to happen when they happen. So can we focus on these regular season games first? And that's the embodiment of stoicism. Can you focus on right here right now? what's happening to you as a person your thoughts and attitude and actions don't worry about the circumstances the environment that you're in none of that matters because that's your perception of life a someone else's perception of the basketball team is different it's like fans all fans have different ways to tell you how to play basketball but how did you come up did you play at the park did you play at the blacktop that's how you came up playing basketball so be in charge of your life but be in charge of your thoughts and your attitudes and actions 
Remember, don't detach detach from those things, but win in the process. As Marcus always said, give yourself a present, and that is the present moment. And once again, Marcus Aurelius, what a great dude. Roman emperor, I just wanted a quick video because of the time experiment of this camera. But yes, Marcus Aurelius Meditations, uh, written by Gregory Hayes, or translated by Gregory Hayes. Um, follow my Instagram and podcast at Zachary's underscore metamorphosis, where the E's a three and the two O's are zeros. Uh, once again, thank you if you made it this far for watching. Subscribe and like, and even uh, give my Spotify a review, those stars. Uh, thank you, and remember to always come back to the breath.